the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Someone once said that fasting without prayer is just not eating. And the point they were trying to make is that the time that we would otherwise spend preparing and eating and cleaning up is redirected into prayer when we fast. We begin a new message today in the sermon series on the Sermon on the Mount from Pastor Leighton Sheely of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. I'm Mike Trout, and this is a broadcast called Study Verse by Verse, and he's moving into the subjects of fasting and prayer, as you might imagine, as we just heard. This is an outreach of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno on the web at highlands.us. You can hear the entire sermon series when you go to that website. The download link is right there on the homepage. That's highlands.us. Here's Pastor Layton. I'm going to invite you to turn your Bibles to chapter 6 of Matthew's Gospel. Matthew chapter 6. We started earlier this year with a brief mini-sermon series on the Lord's Prayer, a two-week sermon series. And we found that there was a subject reference therein about the kingdom. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Matthew's Gospel presents Jesus as the king. And some of the scholars have identified the Sermon on the Mount as the manifesto of the king, of King Jesus. And so we want to know what this kingdom is all about. And that's why we've chosen to invest some time studying the Sermon on the Mount. Because in it, Jesus describes his kingdom. Now there are various sections in the Sermon on the Mount. The first section is called the Beatitudes. And some have said that's the attitude that every Christian should have every day. And it's a description of the values of this kingdom. And when we compare the kingdoms, the, the kingdom, the values of Christ's kingdom with the values of this world, we find that they're upside down. Like, for instance, this world would probably say something like, blessed are the rich. And Jesus would say, blessed are the poor in spirit. So they're upside down. But when we live according to the values of Christ's kingdom, then we're going to live a life that is blessed. Blessed or blessed is the word that's used to start each one of the Beatitudes. And we want to live a life that's blessed. Now, if we live according to these values that Jesus has given us in the Sermon on the Mount, we're going to stand out. We're going to be peculiar from the people around us. And that is inevitably going to lead to persecution. And when persecution comes, human nature is to kind of run and hide. And what Jesus says, instead of hiding, let your light shine. Be the salt and light you've been called to be. And then he goes immediately into saying, do not think that I've come to abolish the law. And the reason he says this so early in the sermon is that his critics claim that Jesus had no respect for the law of God and the law of Moses. He seemed to defy the law. He did things like healing people on the Sabbath and so forth. He was ultimately uh, condemned as a lawbreaker. But actually he had the very highest reverence for the law as it was intended by God, not as it was taught by the scribes and Pharisees. And he described the intent of God's law in such high and lofty degrees of excellence that none of us can possibly measure up 
The standards that Jesus set concerning anger and lust, divorce, vows, revenge, and loving our enemies is beyond our natural capacities. And to make sure that it was not lost upon us, Jesus summarized at the end of that uh, chapter saying, you're to be perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. None of us are perfect. None of us can achieve sanctification based on our own efforts. And yet Jesus says that our righteousness is to exceed that of the scribes and Pharisees. And when he says that, he's not talking about more of the same kind of righteousness. He's talking about a different kind of righteousness, a better kind of righteousness, a righteousness from God through Christ. The Apostle Paul wrote, For what the law was powerless to do, and that it was weakened by the sinful nature, God did by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful man to be a sin offering. And so He condemned sin and sinful man in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the sinful nature, but according to the Spirit. And so in chapter 5, Jesus has been teaching about a righteousness the subjects of His kingdom must possess. And in chapter 6, He talks about a righteousness the subject of His kingdom are to practice. And motive is important to God. You see, the Pharisees, well, they did their giving and their praying and their fasting, but they did it for the purpose of getting the applause of men. Their hypocrisy was doing the right thing or the right things for the wrong reason. You see, to God, it matters why we do what we do. And so Jesus, in the first 18 verses of chapter 6, discusses the topics of giving and prayer and fasting. And he uses the same outline for all three of these topics. So they form a unit. And the outline that he uses is a warning to not seek the applause of men and the assurance that if we do, that's all the reward we're ever going to get. A command to perform such acts privately or without bringing unnecessary attention to them and a promise that God who sees everything, sees in secret, will reward us. Now, when we we got together last, we studied Jesus' teaching on giving. So today I'm going to focus more on prayer and fasting. And since we started this year with a two-week series on prayer, I've asked the tech team to put that up on our website at highlands.us so you can study, because I, I just want to highlight some of the summaries of that study and focus more on Jesus' teaching about fasting. Now, I want us to read from the beginning of the chapter so we can capture what we're teaching today in its context. Be aware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they might be praised by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites. For they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they might be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room, Shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, 
For they think that they'll be heard for their many words. Don't be like them. For your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. For they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Your Father will reward you. I've said it before, I need to say it again, that some people believe that reward has no place in the Christian life, but that's not a view that Jesus held, because three times here in just 18 verses he talks about God giving rewards. You know, understanding rewards and punishment makes sense of life. Because it doesn't make sense to think that the end of a person who pursues evil and a person who pursues righteousness is the same end. That God doesn't care if we do good or bad. That God is not just. It doesn't make sense it, because it doesn't. Because the next verse, the passage that he talks about, that Jesus talks about, is this matter of laying up rewards or treasures in heaven. Now, Jesus didn't think in terms of material or earthly rewards. He, he talked about heavenly rewards, and heavenly rewards are only valuable to people who are spiritually minded. People who are focused on this world don't put a high degree of value on those rewards, because those rewards are literally out of this world. If your focus is on this world, then you're not going to value God's rewards very highly. And then he says, the Father who sees in secret will reward you. God sees everything we do. Hebrews 4.13 says, nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything, everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. There are no secrets from God. So with that as an introduction, let's study the passage verse by verse. And as I mentioned, uh, when we were together last, we covered the subject of giving and generosity. And then the second topic that Jesus talks about is prayer. And those messages are available at highlands.us. I'm just going to summarize some of the points there. And I want us to focus most of our attention today on the third topic, which is fasting. And I want you to first notice that prayer and fasting are right next to each other. And someone once said that fasting without prayer is just not eating. Fasting without prayer is just not eating. And the point they were trying to make is that the time that we would otherwise spend preparing and eating and cleaning up is redirected into prayer when we fast. Verse 5, And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they might be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. And so here Jesus is using this recurring outline. 
And if your goal is to be applauded by people, then that's all the reward that you're ever going to get. But Jesus contrasts a much greater and more eternal reward if we do what we do for the audience of one, our Father. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Now Jesus here was not suggesting that the only proper prayer is that done in secret because the scriptures record that he and the apostles oftentimes prayed in public. But what he's saying here is that we should pray for the audience of one, our Father. And if we do so, our prayers will be rewarded. Mm, We'll pick up right there when we come back with the Friday edition of Study Verse by Verse, an outreach ministry of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno featuring the teaching of Pastor Leighton Sheely. I'm Mike Trout. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, This is a nonprofit outreach, by the way. And if you are blessed by these messages, you can join with us, become a partner. You can find out more when you go to the website highlands.us. And if there are any other questions you'd like to ask, you can certainly do that. Again, when you go to the website, just click on the contact link. That's highlands.us. Have a great rest of your day and join us tomorrow if you can when we'll come back and open the Word of God once again and study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.